Uh, well, welcome to Jeff Farmer podcast. Apparently, we have to do an intro now. Um, it's episode number four, dealing specifically with cardio and Instagram fuckwits. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Andy. And we got through that. That yes. is amazing. Yes, well done. And it'll, it'll be more professional next week when we talk about how we screwed our podcast over on episode four. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the basic gist of, of today's episode is to talk about cardio and some of the, frankly, I, I don't know, it's it's stupid advice, but it is it's borderline inflammatory advice that you get from the the latter part of the title which is the Instagram fuckwits and everybody trying to vie for their little piece of the pie and I don't know get followers based on some unique advice they give um, very very little of it is ever unique is it you tend to find one fuckwit that comes out with something and then every other fuckwit tries to copy it yes Yes, that's true. Although I did see a rather interesting one today, which was the um, the side glute workout. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't got one there. <laughs> no, I haven't. You see, my glute, uh, it kind of, it sits right underneath my ass cheek. And the last I saw, in fact, actually, I'm going to pull up a uh, glute... Right, so according to Google, and if we drop our conspiracy theory ideas for a minute, we can assume that they will show us how a muscle is connected. It's connected from your ass, so right inside the crevice, yes? Yes. To about, I'd say about halfway up, so at that part where you sort of... If you'd ever injected yourself, <laughs> it's around about there, um, and then it sort of comes down to the to, to the bottom of your um, your your femur, is it? The outside of it isn't really part of that muscle at all. It's called the. Hang on, I'm trying to find the bloody the word for it, the obturata internus. Okay. Um, and I believe that's what we exercise when we're doing. Uh, the adductors is where you push in, isn't it? Yes. What's the one where you push out? Uh, I don't know. No. So the reverse of adductors. Um, yes. We don't do those uh, because because uh, we don't do them. We have we did used to have a machine in our gym to do those, and he's binned it, so I don't know why. I guess that means nobody used it. No, no, well, certainly not using it now. Anyway, it's like the Smith machine that's gone down the road as well. Is it? Yeah, it was knackered. Um, oh, right. And in place of it, he's put the um, seated tricep dip machine, mm. um, which is obviously populated by the streams of people that can now use like two plates aside for seated tricep dips yeah. because of the mechanical assistance uh, none of which I should like to point out I ever saw on the dipping bars um, which I wish you told me he was getting rid of because I'd have actually had them yeah because uh, they were they were brilliant actually um, does, but, does the seated I, I guess it's plate loaded the seated one indeed it is sir does it still keep the shit out of your shoulder joint um, I, well, I could never do. I could never do tricep dips because it hurt my shoulders way too much. I so honestly, in, in all honesty, I've not tried it because. Well, I I, well, I don't want to. Um, it's it's one of those machines, and I'm not okay. I'm not going to get too aggressive about the whole thing. It's one of those machines that I kind of rate alongside the the bizarre, the the different types of hammer pull down that you get that seem to be designed specifically so you can lift as much weight as you possibly can sort of you know like stack plates and plates and plates on um, with all the leverage and, and everything that it's got it kind of rates up with them really because it's on a cantilever as well it's not like it's just on a balanced weight it's on a it's on a full cantilever thing and 
I just I, I don't know I'd, I'd rather stick to cross bench dips frankly yeah um, I mean okay that can get a little bit tetchy when you put in plates on and off your lap but um, if you've got a friend which I haven't uh, it gets easier yeah. but as I say I haven't got a friend so <laughs> what I have to do is I have to sort of stick my, my legs across and sort of sit on one bench and then hope that I can well clear my ass off that bench without pushing that bench over and looking silly yeah. it's not happened yet it's got well, possibly the, the aim should be for you to pre-exhaust your triceps so much that you don't need to load that much weight onto your lap well yes yeah that that would be the aim um, and I think so, something I did last week that was uh, was quite good was I did all my uh, concentration movements before I did any compound movements yeah and I mean I've got to be honest and say yeah it worked it worked the pumping my triceps was, was quite quite phenomenal frankly um, for what it is but yeah I, I, I think I think you're right. I think it's, it is all about how you actually use the exercise, and it's quite a strong position that cross bench dip. It, you're in quite a good position for for strength. Mm. So I suppose if you if you pre-exhaust stuff, then it's all good, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that's that's uh, that's what I've been kind of up to, um, and of course I've now started doing my cardio, or well, I'm attempting to start doing my cardio every day. For an hour and a half, um, in a desperate attempt to to get into some form of shape, and um, that's kind of what sparked this this conversation. So I guess we better, I suppose we better get on with it. Yeah. Seven minutes into it, and so far we've not talked about what we said we were going to talk about. <laughs> well, why change the habit of a lifetime? Indeed, indeed. So I know you have some opinions on this. Um, and I think what I've been noticing recently um, in fact actually I noticed it I've got to say this as well here we go so I noticed today yet another example of the fuckwittery from Instagram being perpetrated on somebody who's clearly only just started training and it's going to do them no favours they're not going to get anywhere they're either going to get disillusioned with it all and give it up or they're going to get hurt and give it up or they're going to yeah. get bored and give it up give it up yeah and it, it bugs me I mean what's so what's your view on the vast majority and I mean the vast majority of guidance and information that you see on on Instagram I would say the, the majority of it is invented on the spot purely and simply to get likes and the, very little of it is thought through properly and a lot of a lot of misguidance is perpetuated by different people repeatedly trying to make out that they're doing something different in order to get their own likes yeah See, I mean, social media—it's in a way it's a good thing because it's given everybody a voice. But as I've always said, in another way, it's a bad thing because it's given everybody a voice. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, what what I don't get is so if they if we move just a little tiny bit into the psychology of social media, if you've got somebody that's got say, I mean, it's literally called followers, isn't it? Which is yeah. possibly a misnomer. But if you've got a thousand people, two thousand people, four thousand people, whatever following you, surely you must feel some kind of some some kind of what's what's the word I'm looking for? Duty of care to these people. Not to try and just do anything you can to get the next my protein or whoever trying to sponsor you. But actually, so that you don't fuck up these people's lives, because I've seen some positively dangerous shit. Well, if if the likes of my protein had the same duty of care, they wouldn't offer paid paid sponsorships to people who were giving out really bad advice. 
No, yeah, I mean, as, as we've both seen, I mean, that's not the case, is it? It's all down to how many followers you've got. Yeah. It's... See, back, back in our day, and fucking hell, that makes us sound old, but back in our day, you only really had magazines to go on, really, I suppose. Or yeah. look at the big lad in the gym. Yeah. But there was... There was... There was a reassuring honesty to that way of learning because although we're all different, the big lad in the gym, or conversely, the the big woman in the gym, the, you know, yeah. there was plenty of women training back then and just as big and just as accomplished as men, just putting that out there. Um, but they clearly knew something and were employing that knowledge to get to where they'd got. Yeah. I think what worries me now is we're at we're at a point where it would appear people don't even need that much of a validation of the information they're not only taking in, but then they're implementing to the letter. Yeah. They're looking at people and it's like, you, you look at them and majority of them, no offence to anybody who wants to start training, you you crack the fuck on. But you look at them and most of them look like they've only just started training. So, yeah. it's like, you, if you went to a dentist and he said, well, you know, I haven't passed yet, but I'll take a look, you'd get straight out of the chair. Yeah. You know, and I think, I think it's that that bothers me. We've got to a point now with social media where there's this blind belief that because everybody else is following them, so the greater the follower, the greater the influence, surely they must know what they're talking about without looking at the picture and realising, well, if they do know... It's like all those get-rich-quick schemes, isn't it? You look at them, they're skint as fuck, they're using green screens to put a Lamborghini in behind them, and you've got to stop and think, well, if you really knew how to make that money... Why haven't you made it? Yeah. And it's 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 the same thing. I'd rather take advice from somebody like somebody like Rich Piana, or if you pick somebody that's alive, Lee Priest. Yeah. And yet they're the ones that get ridiculed for telling you what it's actually like. Yeah. And it's just it's because their agenda isn't profitable to mainstream companies. This is turning into some kind of political rant, this, isn't it? Well, it is a little bit, yeah. But it seems to me that you only have to put the letters PT after your name on Instagram for your word to be taken as gospel. Yeah. And I mean, the the pair of us know somebody uh, who we've known for a very long time who went down the whole route of getting a personal trainer qualification. I don't believe he ever passed it, but I know he did spend a certain amount of time on a treadmill. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't take advice from him on how to open a letter. No. Um, but it's, you know, he could, technically, he could put after his name, personal trainer. And they're making yeah. thousands as well. The, the, okay, the successful ones are making thousands. But they're making lots and lots of money that isn't due to them. Yeah. I mean, how's this? How's this for a paradox? Become an online personal trainer. Surely, that's a borderline oxymoron. You can't be a personal trainer with somebody in the gym if you're virtual. Yeah. It, it literally doesn't work that way. So when they're giving out advice, unless it's going to be on like a like a video call or something where they can see what the person's doing how the hell are they supposed to tell if somebody's doing an exercise properly or not I mean think back to all the times well, when when we was training in, in, in the, the bulldog where you actually corrected what the personal trainer or the, the gym trainer had told people to do yeah because some of that was bloody dangerous mm. It just it, it just infuriates me, it infuriates me that, that people then sort of go on and follow it, and that's where this whole thing about cardio has come from. If I can just put my Draylon Button soapbox away for a minute and stop sounding like some kind of conspiracy theorist, that's my other podcast, conspiracy theorists and why I think David Icke should be president. 
<laughs> it's the cardio thing seems to be because obviously they are preying on they're either preying on people being too fat or too thin aren't they yeah that's where majority of them try and make their money I'll pander into the lazy people that want to lose weight but don't actually want to put any work in oh god yeah don't even get me started on that that was another point I was going to make this, this is going to be a 45-minute podcast, everybody, so if you can't be asked, switch off now. So, yeah, you're right, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you talk, because um, I, I, if I go off into that rant, we'll be here for, like, two days, and nobody will listen to it. <laughs> Not even us. Uh, I think huge swathes of people on Instagram only want to look at people, and they want to think that they're actually going out of the way to get fit and spend all day lazing about in the, the ludicrously expensive Gymshark clothing but never actually go to a gym. Yeah, or go to the gym and take by, by wearing the clothes and watching the people on Instagram, they're going to lose weight. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know the sad thing about that? Is that actually... Because when, when people listen to you, you put a, a, an opinion forward like that, you'd like to think that people wouldn't be that stupid, wouldn't you? Yeah. But actually, you're probably not that far from the truth for the majority of them, and for hopefully a small section of them, you've probably hit the nail right on the head. It's it's about the it's about being part of the in inverted commas fitness community. Somehow that makes you fit. It's not. The fat lad that was stood next to me, honestly, I'm glad the man didn't stand on the treadmill for, for much more than, than he did because he'd have probably broken it. Fat lad standing next to me, he's got the treadmill running its bollocks off. He's got it all the way up and he stood on the platform either side of it. And like every every 10 minutes or something, he jumped on it, sprinted for two seconds and got off. Yeah. Then, when he had finished, about half hour later or whatever, after actually being sprinting on the thing for probably a whole 30 seconds at most, he got off like he just won the Olympia. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, I wanted to say to him, it doesn't burn fat because it's running underneath you. You've got to run on it, Billy Bunter. Fat bastard. Sorry. I'll cut that bit out. No, my, my point is that there's too much. It, it, we, we're looking at these. We, we look at these people as if they are trying to help us, and that's why we give them the power and the money that we do. Because that's what people do by following people. They give them a certain amount of power, and ultimately they can then use that power to earn money, can't they, through sponsorship? Yeah. And yet, when you look at the message from these people, they're basically saying. Don't use the word fat, but you're fat. Don't use the word thin, but you're too thin. Don't use the word diet, because we don't need to diet, but you need to go on a diet. It's The only thing they don't do is they don't say exercise. Yeah. That's literally it. You see them all over the place. Do you want to lose weight without going on a diet? Do you want to lose weight without spending hours in the gym? Of course I fucking do. I'm not going to, though. I saw one the other day saying, lose weight and get fit without doing any exercise, and then advocating that you get your steps up to 15,000 steps a day. I remember you telling me about it, yeah. How is that not exercise? That, I mean, that's literally the definition of exercise. <laughs> it couldn't be anything else. Don't do any exercise apart from 15,000 steps a day. Have you ever tried to do 15,000 steps a day? Uh, well, yeah, when I was at work, I had quite regularly hit 15,000 steps a day but it's, it, it takes some doing it's a full day it's a full day commitment mm. but that's exactly it isn't it 15,000 steps if you think about it you managed to hit 15,000 probably a bit more as well but in your job you were literally walking around all day long yeah so if <laughs> if undertaking a cardiovascular exercise for 8 hours a day is not exercising I'm not entirely sure what it is <laughs> I would have said it was bloody dedicated, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it's not exercise, so don't panic. Mm. 
The other thing I hate is the fact that there seems to be this blanket prescription for absolutely everybody that they, they send their message to. Yeah. And that, surely, if anybody stops to think about it, is complete bollocks. And that is why I'm doing an hour and a half's cardio every day, and your idea of contest dieting was taking the gravy off your chips. Well, yeah, only half of it, though. Hey? Only half of it. Yeah, you fucker. So, <laughs> I, I, sorry, I, I, I didn't think you'd have gone quite that nasty on me, actually, and pointed out that you <laughs> had to do even less cardio well, no, than me. It, it's true, though, I mean, but back when I was anywhere near contest dieting, we were in, a, we were in our 20s, mm. and all I literally had to do to lose weight was drop a little drop some calories all you had, had to, to do to lose weight was not have our half fat McCain pizza on a Sunday yeah I never had to up my cardio level I never had to alter alter my training intensity I just used to lose weight yeah in fact I found it more difficult to put weight on than I did to lose it so ironically actually looking back you may have been doing too much cardio as in not too much cardio as in you were tearing down your muscles but what you was actually doing was going into more of a calorie deficit yeah 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 whereas me I can walk all day fucking long me and I'll put weight on at the end of it yeah admittedly if I was walking all day long I'd probably go past a few fish and chip shops but my point is and I think you I think you agree with me because obviously you, you brought it up is it, it why do they insist on giving out this information as gospel when it literally can't make any sense? Because it's easier to put out one blanket post that is supposed to cover everybody than it is to put out four or five different posts to cover different people and then give the different people the chance to decide which one fits them best. So would a blanket post along the lines of these are varying intensities of cardiovascular exercise and the suggestion would be to gauge your weight gauge your your calorie consumption and look in the mirror and if you're doing this and it's like cardiovascular exercise and you're still fat well you need to up your cardiovascular exercise or drop down your calories wouldn't that be the best blanket advice is to basically have a look at your body how it's reacting and tell people what course of action they can take to react to the, 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 where they find themselves well quite possibly but that then leaves the follower to actually do some work which majority of them don't want to do they want somebody to tell them how to do it yeah I you're right you're absolutely right and it's I mean it's a tragedy though because it's all these people I mean so why why do they want to do it then because if if their clothes stay as tight and ill-fitting or the other way around this is all very fattest because I'm fat therefore I will pick on fat people if they're too thin and you want to put size on and you're not doing that then at what point do you stop and think well look what this person's telling me clearly doesn't work or do they just realise that and think, well, it, it's not me having to do some thinking for myself. I'll go and find somebody who's got different advice and follow their advice and see if that gets me anywhere. Yeah, but that's generally what they do. But they look for that different person in the same place. Instagram. Yeah. So, do we think that at GF Pharma we can do anything to kind of address this or do we think that you're never going to change people's wanting to get something for nothing? I don't think you're ever going to change people's wanting something for nothing but there, I suppose there are a certain a certain demographic that will go out of their way to find their own information. Yeah, there's not enough of them to be profitable though is it? <laughs> That's well, problem. no, there's too many gullible sheep kicking about on Instagram. What would be good, I think, is... And I, I don't know what you think about this, and obviously the, the recent COVID stuff has kind of scuppered this anyway. But what might be nice is to actually get in touch with... You know with people that actually train? 
and that's I'm not just talking about bodybuilders I'm talking about strength competitors I'm talking about you know people that actually are achieving what they've set out to achieve you know I mean that's just, it, it's it's easy to say oh somebody who trains and I need to go and find a bodybuilder that's got paper thin skin and competes when in fact actually yeah. you know the the young girl I suppose that's that's battling bulimia or whatever or anorexia and has managed to get herself to where she wants to be and she's in the gym training is exactly the same thing so go and find people like that and actually show people what they do what actually goes into those physiques because I think if people realised that like your professional bodybuilders I mean they're getting up at like four in the morning, going to the gym, doing an hour's cardio, coming home, having something to eat, going back, doing two hours training, coming home, and then doing an hour's cardio or two hours cardio before they go to sleep. Yeah. I think that should educate them a little bit as to the latest guru saying we well, don't need to do anything just fifteen thousand steps a day. Yeah. Apart from that being bollocks, as we pointed out, because that is actually doing something. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, quite a lot, in fact. Um, I think. I think bodybuilder is, is pretty much the it's the extreme end of the the, the tape isn't it it's, but that's what everybody you, thinks they're going to be isn't it that's that's the whole thing about when a lot of women go to start training one of the first things you hear them say and I'm only picking women based on the fact that as women become more muscular it's it's their the public perception of a woman bodybuilder is it's vastly different to the public perception of a male bodybuilder. That's the only reason, because as we've said before, they actually sacrifice a lot more because they become, yeah. in society's eyes, less feminine. Yeah. Well, biologically less feminine as well. Well, yeah, because they increase their testosterone and so on, and they become. It's, I mean, it's not. A, I suppose it's one of those things, isn't it? If if that's what you want to achieve, then who's got any right to tell you not to? I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I suppose finding people like that, it is really the extreme end. But then, when you look at what people view as, that's kind of what they're looking at. They think it's going to be well. If I go and start lifting weights, I'm going to look like that. And maybe that's why they look at the advice from Instagram and stuff that doesn't involve what they perceive bodybuilding and training to be means that they think, oh, well, I'll get in shape, but I won't get like that because I'm not lifting weights to that extent or I'm not doing something to that extent. Yeah. Whereas if there was a, a way of sort of saying to people, look, the, as you just said, that's really, literally, that's, I mean, that's right at the edge, isn't it? Getting to that level is right at the edge of it and you, and you don't, you literally don't get there by accident unless you're Kevin LeBron. No, well, no it, takes, it takes infinitely more commitment to be... A competitive bodybuilder than he does just to go into a gym three, four times a week and get in shape. Do you think that the whole, you know, what you call like the casual gym goer, do you think that that is that can still be beneficial? Do you think they can still get into some form of of toned shape, or do you think that that literally falls down on itself because it's not important enough for them to go? On a really regular structured basis, that they don't follow what is actually about eighty percent, well seventy-five percent, which is the nutrition. I think if if you're the kind of person that has a gym membership purely and simply so that can tell people that they've got a gym membership and only goes in once or twice a month to sit in the steam room, then no, it's it's not going to do you any good, is it? No. Anybody anybody who goes out of the way to get a gym membership because they are going to go to the gym. I mean, you only have to go maybe, what, three times a week? Yeah, yeah. But make sure you know what you're doing on those three times a week and you will, you'll start to notice differences. And, and initially, for the first couple of months, you probably wouldn't even have to change your nutrition. You'd still see the differences. Yeah, because you're literally doing, but, you're now doing more than you were before. Yeah. Yeah. But as time goes on, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start thinking about your nutrition more, up your up your cardio more, and you, when the more exercise you do, the better you're gonna look. Yeah, yeah, it's 
each I, I think yeah I, I think you're right I think but they they send seem to follow these these well they're idiots the vast majority of them there's no real polite way of putting it they're the people that are giving out this advice such as advice like that the fifteen thousand steps a day isn't exercising I mean that's just mm-hmm. an, it's an idiotic thing to say you can't you can't escape that can you? there's no way of dressing it up yeah I. I don't know. I mean, sort of back in our day, it was. I mean, I I became quite obsessed with it from an early age, though. I think, but that was because I was fat and wanted to not be fat anymore. Yeah. And then as soon as I started getting stronger, that's that was me already done. I was hooked. I suppose it all depends on your, as you say, it's, it's your motivation for doing it, isn't it? It's it's. Well, my my initial motivation for starting lifting when I was about fourteen. I was lifting at home in my bedroom because I'd noticed I was starting to get fat. Yeah. But I never, I didn't take it to the to to another level until I was what nineteen twenty when I actually joined the gym. So I'm curious then, because I did the same thing, but I did the same thing for a reason. Because you noticed you were starting to get fat. I was incredibly overweight. Yeah. So I'm curious as to why you started lifting weights. As opposed to, like increasing cardio, for instance, like going running, let's say, or something like that. Um, I think it was because I stumbled across pumping iron on TV when I, <laughs> when, <laughs> when I was uh, when I was younger. Oh, that video! <laughs> yes, well, I think pumping iron is is uh, is responsible for the downfall of a lot of people. In- indeed, it is. Yes, not not least of which uh, Louis. Yes, got yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's well, I um, I well, yeah, my my story really isn't. It, it's not like I can claim any moral high ground on my story. I think I actually was interested in it because of watching Commando, not Men Commando. Uh, the, the, the film. <laughs> Um, I did. I had no desire to see lots of naked men, and if you do have a desire to see lots of naked men, that's entirely your thing, and it's not wrong at all. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, I, I, yeah, I kind of watched that and thought that's the way to go. But I didn't have the option of doing any cardio, like running or something like that, because I was just too fat. Yeah, and I was just too lazy. Well, I, there was a certain amount of that for me as well. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'd rather do some exercise stood still um, than than propelling my fat ass along along a pavement. Um, and then I saw, of course, obviously, I got into well, I got into the, the best shape really when I started training with you. And um, then it's when you let it all go and just carried on eating pies. Yeah, uh, lots of pies. So, and now I've come full circle again, and now I'm on the treadmill for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, just, just uh, as as a side note, because I didn't actually discuss this with you. So when I'm doing my cardio on the treadmill, I've actually got it set on the hill climbing setting. Yeah. Based on the fact that I don't want to, I don't want to run. Um, and also, I mean, I'm I'm sweating like feck. So, what's what's your opinion on that? What do you think about Choosing the hill climbing as a way of of burning calories. Um, I, to be honest, I'm I'm really not that up on the cardio. As far as I understand it, you you're only aiming to to increase your heart rate and be out of breath. I certainly did that. So, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've discovered that. Walking is a lot higher impact than cycling. Yes, and I didn't realise that until I started cycling, and realised I'd be more out of breath if I was walking. Well, yeah, I mean, because you, you, you build a certain momentum and you and you keep rolling, don't you? That's yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I yeah, certainly. I mean, I, I can I can ride for for miles. Yeah. Um, so of course, if you, if you are cycling, you really want to be going up a hill. So I, I, I guess walking is the same. Yeah. Well, I was certainly sweating anyway, and according to the yeah. treadmill, based on my on my weight, because that must be that's the only way it can actually do it. 
because uh, they didn't hold on. It's it's really daft. I I don't like the way they do the because you've got the heart rate monitors, but it's on like a, two bars in front of you. Which if you hold on to them, you actually you're squashing your chest, which makes it more difficult to breathe. So your heart rate goes yeah. up. Um, but yeah, according to that, I knackered about seven and a half hundred calories. Yeah. Um, because I set it on the highest level. I set it on level twenty. Uh, which means uh, occasionally I did nearly fall off the back of the thing. Uh, that would have been hilarious. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep on going with it anyway, and, and and see where we get. Because as we discussed previously as well, the diet alone didn't actually do it. No. And I think it's. I I just wish that these the the, the influencers again in inverted commas would actually give out proper information actually sort of something that rather than just trying to trend and trying to be I don't know what this unique person that's got this sudden silver bullet and everybody's in shape and everybody's the shape they want to be actually tell you and really educate people that everybody is absolutely different and me dropping my calories all the way down actually meant that my fat loss completely stalled well, yes, you are, you are selling yourself slightly, slightly short. I mean, how much weight have you actually lost up to this point? Well, yeah, you, yeah, you say that. Well, uh, up to this, so up to this point, I have lost nine and a half stone. Yeah, that's an adult. Thank you, thank you for that. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean. This, this, so that was following the diet plan of one of the the large two um, dietary corporations that we have in the world, and I'll not say which one it, it is, but it wasn't Weight Watchers. Mm. Um, although, in fairness, of course, that feeds a little bit into what you were saying before about when you first start going to the gym, you don't have to change your nutrition because you'll see a difference. And I think a lot of that difference. I mean, you've got to bear in mind. I was, I was, I was, twenty-five and a half stone. I was coming on for twenty-six stone. So at that point, literally any dietary change that took the fucking Big Mac meal and three double cheeseburgers on the side, one for the way home and two when I got home, out of the equation was always going to drop weight off me. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously I started doing yoga as well and I'm not I'm not convinced about yoga's fat burning properties there's lots of videos for yoga for fat loss but I'm not mm. having said that I suppose it is long it's long duration contraction of muscles isn't it which requires calories it is yeah and it is quite strenuous trying to balance on your your fingers and toes whilst pointing your other leg straight above you you try doing it when you're 25 stone pal yeah, well, no, I've, I've watched my other half do it, and she's only eight stone, and she she builds up a sweat and turns very red in the face. Yeah, it takes some it takes some fucking doing. Um, one of the the biggest challenges I had, I've forgotten what she called it. This insane woman that I was watching on on YouTube, but it's. No, I've, I've forgotten the name of it. But effectively, what you do is you drop down to being halfway like a half rep press up and you just stay there and then you lift one leg up yeah and you put it down and you lift the other well that's the theory anyway what actually happened was I was there for two seconds lifting one leg up and fell over <laughs> but, but to, toward the end of it I could do it and I tell you I've, I've never known a feeling like it. I mean, I literally the sweat was pouring off me. Some of the stuff that those yoga practitioners, because it's not just women, obviously it's quite popular amongst both sexes. Yeah. Some of the stuff they can do is is it's so massively underrated when you watch it that when you try and do it, it's just a massive shock to the system. It's like Jesus fucking wept. And I tell you what, he would have done as well if he'd seen me doing it with just a pair of shorts on. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Of joy. I I think he'd just been embarrassed about whatever he did that that made me. <laughs> no, I, I screwed up on that day. Yeah, tits flying everywhere. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was it was good. So yeah, I mean, I, you are right. I have lost, you know, I've lost a considerable amount of weight. I'm just hoping that now I'm not because I've been overweight for so long. I'm now not stuck at this particular body fat level that I've got because if I am, I'm going to be a bit devoured. Yeah. Um, frankly, so I say that's where the cardio's come from. It's kill or cure time, and. Um, um, also, the, the more muscle mass you carry, the higher your base level metabolism is. Yeah, but I wonder sometimes how effective... You're right, you're absolutely right. But I wonder sometimes how effective that actually is. Um, you know, based on... What, 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 what I'm trying to say. I wonder how how much extra calories it requires based on pound of muscle gained, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, of pound. Oh fuck! No, pound of muscle. So uh, there are only seven hundred calories in a pound of muscle. Okay. But it takes about two thousand seven hundred to two thousand eight hundred, so two thousand seven hundred fifty then calories to build a pound of muscle. Yeah. How many calories does five pounds of muscle burn? Uh, there's a long-standing myth that says if you put on five pounds of muscle, which is a challenge even for young men, no it's not, you can burn an extra 250 calories a day at rest, i.e. one pound of muscle burns 50 calories. The problem is with these numbers is that they're wrong. Wow. Thank you for that. That's been so informative. Um, what is it? Fucking. Do you know what? You know when you start looking at stuff on the internet, you do wonder how people get so involved in the information from the internet. Yeah. Um, you do burn extra calories for hours after your workout. Yes. Uh, changing your body composition, which helps shape your body, keeps you healthy. It doesn't want to tell us. It wants to tell us that it's wrong. That we're wrong. Okay, all right. So research suggests that a pound of muscle only burns about six to seven calories a day. Okay. Which is a big difference from the fifty calories that were claimed. <laughs> However, it is still three times more calories than are burned by a pound of fat. Well, that stands to reason because the fat's not actually doing anything, is it? Yeah, it doesn't require any. It it doesn't require any sustenance, does it? It it is what it is. It it is itself. Um, Parasitic. Yeah, yeah. What really bugs me sometimes, and I guess we're going to have to start thinking about wrapping it up because we're at forty-three minutes now. But I think what really bugs me sometimes with like the body positivity thing is they've got they've got the message wrong as far as I'm concerned. The message is that being overweight or underweight is not dangerous it's perfectly fine you're perfectly healthy you're not you are going to die younger yeah and it's like the meme it's like the meme that was being perpetuated a few months back don't work out because you hate your body work out because you love your body yeah if you People love don't- Start working out in the first place because they love the body. Exactly. Otherwise, because if you loved it, you wouldn't want to change it, would you? No. It's, it's just oh, it's everybody scrabbling for their one fucking their one pound, just, just coming out with some bollocks that people will get behind. And anybody who wants to sit there and feeling bad about themselves, it's preying on the depressed and the oppressed people who are following social media unhappy about how they look and they're looking for some kind of justification that they're not the piece of shit they think they are when in fact actually they're not the piece of shit they think they are yes they may be overweight yes they may be underweight doesn't change whether they're a piece of shit or not they might be they might not be but because there's no money in that it's like it's either you should be happy being that size so follow me and I'll tell you that you're fine being overweight because it's perfectly healthy or you're unhappy 
so follow me because I'll tell you how to change it because it's unhealthy yeah. it's, it's just it really infuriates me it infuriates me that fat content of a body somehow passes judgement on the character of the person I mean look at me fat people are supposed to be jolly I'm the most miserable bastard you'll ever meet I'm not jolly it could be couldn't it it could be discontent that makes me miserable and not the fact that I'm overweight are the happy jolly ones the ones that have always been fat and have never seen the point in trying to lose the weight whereas you've not always been fat you were fat and then you managed to get into sort of reasonable shape and then you let it all go and it's possibly letting it all go that's causing the discontent thank you Dr Freud <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Well, you know what? Actually, uh, yeah. The, the frightening thing about what you just said, I suppose, if you analyse my reaction and my thought processes in the gym when I see other people who are in shape and lifting weights that I would have laughed at. Yeah, you're probably right. Because I don't feel... (sighs) Yeah, because I just sit there and I think to myself, well, do you know what? If I hadn't let it all go, I'd I'd be way above that now because, I mean, I was literally warming up with that back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... It's it's rose-tinted nostalgia without the rose tint because you had it. Yeah. 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 Cheers, man. I feel down now. I think I'm going to go and have some biscuits. No, I'm going to do some more cardio. No, no more cardio. No more cardio. No fucking hell, no. I can't do any more. Well, I was actually going to go back tonight as it goes. I was going to do a bit more tonight. Um, but I don't know if I don't know if I will. Um, I might just go and do 15,000 steps because apparently that's not exercise. Yeah, that's fine. 10-minute job. 10-minute job. So, in, in essence then... What we're saying is that cardio is good. That's what we've literally come to the conclusion with in this in this uh, forty-seven minutes. Is that it's good, but no, we haven't, have we? It's good for some, not for others. Yeah. So the message is, I suppose, do cardio if you need to. Do cardio if you need to. Yeah. In fact, couldn't that just be? Couldn't that just be spread across the whole fucking thing? Yeah. Do it if you need to. And start to question how somebody who stood in the back garden with an elastic band around their knees, picking up a brick, has got any idea of what you personally do or do not need to do. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's brilliant. I'll put that in the show notes. Find out for yourself and stop watching the dickheads on Instagram. Yeah. Do you think anybody will listen to us? Of course, like us. You're watching the dickheads on Instagram, really simple, so you can have a laugh at them later. They do say laughter burns a lot of calories. Yeah. They do. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, it's not really burned that many for me, because I laugh my ass off when I, I look at Instagram. I mean, to varying degrees, of course. Because uh, there are some that are, are, there's some that you just look at and go, oh, Jesus Christ, honestly. Yeah. And there's others you think, well, wow, yeah, good luck with that. No great loss. Yeah, no, no great loss. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, so now I suppose, unless you have anything more to add, um, oh, I suppose we should address the testosterone issue from last week, shouldn't we? Yes. I forgot to buy the tablets. <laughs> there, there you go. T- t- testosterone issue dealt with. We've addressed it. I forgot it. Um, so there's so there's another bit of nugget of information for anybody, uh, regardless of who you are, male, female, old, young, fat, thin, or training or not. Do not take chromium picolinate, kids, because it really fucks you over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was all the rage at one point. It, it was. I can't remember when that was, but I know oh. I, it was all the rage. I took loads of it. And that's why I can't remember. Fuck, you know, that's dreadful, isn't it? I I wonder who actually sat down and went, do you know what? 
It's been bugging me since we started selling this chromium per colony. They've gone, Dave, what? What's up? What's up with you? What's wrong? Is it? Well, doesn't it just sit yeah, on the brain? Lie. Yeah, <laughs> you sit on the brain like a heavy metal and just stop stop you remembering stuff. Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, nice one. But by the time you get to that point, you'll have forgotten all about it. Yeah, and crucially, you'll have forgotten who to sue. Yes. Yes. So, we now have to uh, request that people leave a review on their favourite platform. Um, so, I guess that's done. I'm we... guessing that's not going to be Instagram. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not going to be Instagram, that one. Um, we haven't got a Patreon to ask them to donate to to support us financially. No. I, th I think we should get one. Um <laughs> so that I've got some more stats to check that say zero. Um, leave a comment if you're listening on a podcast website. Could join our Facebook group, I guess. We could say that, couldn't we? What's the Facebook thing? Is it, G, is it under, the whole underscore business? I think it is, yeah. So that's G underscore F underscore Farmer. Yep, perfect. Um, or you could go to gfpharma.co.uk to buy our shit. You could do that if you wanted. Um, it's all and good. ironically, we do have an Instagram page. And ironically, we do have an Instagram page, um, which again is g underscore f underscore pharma, uh, spelt p h, not pharma as in war. Um, <laughs> That's just lost us a load of customers as well, um, and and I think I think that's it. Uh, so yeah, and I I don't know. Try and follow us, I suppose. Um, and we'll be back next week with with more bollocks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So that's it then. Okay. All done. Bye.